Hello and welcome to what was supposed to be episode 25 of the Wicked Awesome Cast. I'm Charlie, and we have a bit of a story for you. So, um, we had a really nice episode 25 playing. We had a drinking game. We we're going to kind of talk about something Wicked Studios some. Um, I've been playing a bunch of No Man's Sky lately, so we're going to talk about that as our main topic. There was some news. Thankfully, it was a light news week, but unfortunately... Um, let's just say the drinking game beat Jeff, and the final recordings we had were unfortunately unusable. Some technical issues happened, uh, quite literally Jeff went off mid-podcast to go throw up and then didn't come back for six hours, so, yeah, it, uh, I'm sure there'll be an actual episode 25, but just know deep down in your hearts, the episode 25 that happened but didn't happen is something that I will always cherish with me and probably blackmail Jeff with for the foreseeable future. But yeah, so I wasn't expecting to have to do another kind of um, off-topic cast this soon. I apologize for the shortness of the episode, but we feel it's important to get a podcast up each week. We hope you enjoy this. We can be reached at wickedawesomecast at gmail.com. Again, that's wickedawesomecast at gmail.com. Hopefully and assumably, the podcast will be back to normal next week. Uh, if you want to tell us or you want to send us some best wishes for Jeff, he's still a little hungover last I texted him. But yeah, mostly he's embarrassed, I got some blackmail on him, and we have our first kind of major podcast snafu, if you will, which sucks, but at the same time, it was kind of bound to happen. So yeah, hope you enjoy the second episode of our kind of preamble compilation, if you will. And yeah, we'll be back to normal next week. Oh, it was also my birthday between the last podcast and this one, so that's about all you missed. Um, we played some games as well, but I'm sure we'll kind of catch up on it next week as well. But yeah, enjoy. We'll be back to normal next week. Email us at wickedawesomecast at gmail.com. Check out the channel, Something Wicked Studios, obviously. And if you're on the website, leave a comment or something. Uh, but yeah, enjoy. This is your first official Something Wicked Studios podcast. This is the first official podcast. This is your podcast. first well, official one. Well, I did the post E3. I don't know if that counts. That's different. That's a totally different format. Okay. Well, then, yes, this is my official uh, pop in the cherry of Something yeah. Wicked Studios podcast. We're going to talk about um, 40 videos and the vape life and <laughs> vape.tv. So I, I still look forward to this vape life and vape TV thing, dude, because I remember you talked about it, but it's it was in passing. But I, I I have a feeling I'll get the full brunt of it when I, we go further into... As someone who chooses to stare into the abyss of the dark side of the <laughs> internet by choice, I can tell you there are some truly magnificent Cthulian-esque horrors out there. Like the... um. Like the people that review hentai on YouTube so they have to censor everything. A topic we've discussed on a couple occasions. Or How does that work? It's a lot of censoring. Like I, I once it I watched some weird stuff on YouTube purely for the purpose of being like, and now I know. Like there there, there are like all those like shock videos like Lemon Party and Goatsy, mm -hmm. those are shocking and disturbing at one point. But these yeah. are things where like it's it's a mind drill. It's like the content itself isn't so bad. Yeah. But then you have to sit there and realize what you just watched and the world you now live in. It's a larger issue. It's like, oh. no, someone made a 20-minute video reviewing some hentai, like Magical Girl 19 Booty Parade. <laughs> and they put clips of it, the explicit stuff onto YouTube and went through the process of correctly 
editing out or censoring it so it could remain on YouTube. Mm -hmm. Which if you stop to think about it, that means they spent like, video's 20 minutes long. Generally when it comes to tracking, blurring and stuff like that, that takes an hour or two per like 30 second clip. Mm -hmm. So do the math. Someone spent like a week being like, the internet needs to know my opinion on this lolly anime. They need to know these girls don't look underage enough for my dick to get hard. And I want oh. to show them how young they look, but not get kicked off of YouTube. <laughs> yes, my viewership will appreciate this effort. Appreciate it. That's pretty creepy. But yes! If you like creepy YouTube stuff, I got to show you the video. It's it's It was a PSA for uh, sexual harassment on kids. In the 80s. Yeah. And it was with a guy named Mr. Mac. I don't know if you ever saw it, but it's I, super creepy. I have seen it. It's a different type of creepy. That's a, the times have changed and this is no longer appropriate. Yeah, but the it's creepy like, I'm into is someone thinks this is a good idea. The thing is, that, I mean, yeah, but at the time, like, I like to show that video to people because they're like, oh, I've seen all the crazy shock stuff on the internet. I've seen Lemon Party, whatever. I've seen, you know, Two Girls, One Cup and all that. And then you're like, well, here, here's a PSA from the 1980s. And they watch it and they're genuinely disturbed. Like, oh, what no, the, the fuck the was that? on YouTube, a family-friendly site where it's like, no, oh. no, this isn't explicit in any way. It's just wrong. And someone should have stopped this. <laughs> Well, you know, hindsight's 50-50. At the time, it seemed like a great idea to show Mr. Mac filling up on a kid and taking pictures of him with a Polaroid. It was creepy as fuck. Yeah. But, but uh, uh, you too <laughs> apparently also gaze into the abyss that is yeah. the dark corner yes, of the internet. Yes, sir. I, I am familiar with the hacker known as 4chan, or whatever they call it nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> What's over this cliff? Ooh, there's some screwed up stuff over there. You want to step away from the, from the cliff? I want to see what's over there still. I, I feel I can gaze upon it a little longer. Like it's it's the corner of the internet that Cthulhu will rise from. He's no longer in the sub in the sub sections of the sea. He's now in the internet. I could see that. I could see that. And you know what? It's funny because there's a lot of really fucked up shit you also find on Reddit. And a lot of those links are blue for me. Yeah. Which is kind of like. Like, yeah, I did it. I'm proud of it. But at the same time, it's like, what the fuck did I do that for? Oh, like, no. And the worst part is it's not that like the, the link themselves is that screwed up, but it's the content where you're like, oh, yeah. someone made mistakes. It's like, it's like, no, this isn't horrifying. It's like, wow, someone has made some mistakes along their path <laughs> in life. What led you to this? How, what do you wake up in the morning going, this is what we're doing today? This is where we're going. This is what we're doing. I'm going to film it, too, because the internet needs to know. So Somebody had a plan, and that plan was to do this. And you're just like, what the fuck? Yes. So, um, you know how you kind of stopped drinking energy drinks? Kind of, yeah. I've now started drinking more energy drinks. I think the curse was transferred from you to me. <laughs> you're picking up the slack for me? I... I have consumed a larger number of Monster Zero Cow lately than I did all of last year. Ugh, a lot of late nights? I, yes, but like of my own doing. Like I was prepping for today's um, main topic today a little bit last night, but I'll just have this moment where like it'll be 11.30 and I'll be like, I should go to bed right now. And then I'll sit there for a fucking hour doing nothing, just like scrolling through, not even Reddit, but just, like, going to the same website nine times by accident, being like, yep, this is... Why am I doing this? After one of our recordings, I started watching, uh... I don't know why I opened up YouTube. I was like, why am I doing this? I, I'm only going to keep myself up later and fuck myself over. And then I fucking... 
started watching Tim Schafer, uh, the Psychonauts group, did an entire walkthrough yeah. of Psychonauts with a speedrunner. Yeah. And it's a, it's the most interesting and fascinating, hilarious thing to watch because every success of a speedrunner is a failure of a programmer. Yeah, I, I've always been baffled by that concept because like the concept of speedrunning, I understand at a cerebral level, but the reality of what it is, I just can't get my head around. Like it's, if it was just playing the game as goddamn fast as possible, totally get it. It's the like hunting out of ways to break the game. So you're not really playing the game. You're playing the glitches that I'm like, I, I get the appeal of this, but I don't at the same time. Hmm. It's one of the things that I really enjoy. It's kind of like it's outwitting the programmer in a lot of ways. No, that's fair. I, I get that. Like, again, yeah. it's, I, I kind of get the concept of like you've dedicated yourself that much to a game. But I'm like, but this isn't speed running. This is like glitch platforming. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you sold it to me as that, I'd still enjoy it. Like, no, maybe that's where the issue was, because the idea of speedrunning to me means, like, no, it's playing the game as fast as possible. Playing mm -hmm. the game, not finding some way to glitch through a wall to the final mission. Yep. Now, I, I enjoy the, or I would probably enjoy both. They may have um, categories for both. You also have, as you start getting into more modern games, the amount of glitches that they exploit goes down a lot. Yeah. Like, honestly, it's only entertaining watching, like, Ocarina of Time and, like, these older games that have, like, wrong warping and terrible exploits that, like, really go, like, oh my god, you could do that? Like... Yeah. For me, there's a lot of, holy shit, you can... Wait, you can do that? You can do what? Is, um... Very much what I get out of them, and, like, oh, you cheeky fuck, I never thought to do that, or, like, oh, you can reach that from there? Oh, wow, like... It's a lot of those moments for me. No, don't get me wrong. Like I, I love the glitch hunts and like, hey, this was a thing at one point. Like, like you think games used to be better? Nah, they were broken ass pieces of shit. They were just yeah. a little differently broken ass pieces of shit. But it, it's like, it's always to me. It's like, okay, when I think speedrunning, I'm like, it's a marathon through the game. The goal is to finish this eight hour game in like two hours, and you do that by skipping cutscenes and executing things perfectly but then the reality is it's, it's like running a marathon and shooting the nine other competitive people in the knee and being like ha ha well the thing is well the the marathon example kind of doesn't work because it's not a straight line like so many of these games have multiple variations of how you can get from point a to point b fine it's a scavenger hunt to use amazon to buy all the items off it <laughs> and they just drop it to you via drone mm-hmm that uh, yeah it's i've and every year when, like, Good Games Done Quick pops up, I'm like, I want to care about this. Oh, it's a Crash Bandicoot exploit where you glitch through nine levels by falling to your death four times. Uh, I wanted to watch someone play Crash Bandicoot. It depends on the game. Some games have shit like that. I watch basically anything, or all the Donkey Kong, Kingdom Hearts, and, um, what's it called ones? Um, I don't know. Uh, Zelda. Because um, those ones tend to not be like, okay, if you kill yourself six times here, you'll do this or that. It, sure. They're much more like, sneak your way between two textures to stick your face through a wall so you can hookshot to a chest through the base, uh, mm -hmm. through the uh, floor. No, I saw, I'm not sure what it's video. It's much more like, it's like video game parkour. <laughs> yeah, I saw, that, 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 when it's video game parkour, I like that, I guess. But like, when it's, it was some Mario speedrunner I was watching where, 
like he mentally knew the speed, everything at the mesh at the game's moving at based off when he started. So it's like this flawless jumping the entire way through. I'm like, shit, that's impressive. Yeah. They um you'd probably enjoy as well. They do that I think it's tap tap revolution. Yeah. Watching watch those that. guys go is fucking nuts. No, that's, that's I couldn't watch yeah. it for five hours, but it's crazy watching them. Yeah. Yeah. But they're insane. It's just like, yeah, and then they just do it all perfect. And apparently that game is fully random, but it has certain patterns that they can memorize that, like, once they recognize one starting, they know how to complete it, and then they notice the next one starting, and then they complete it. No, and that shit I find super cool where it's like, it's that's like that's the level of dedication. No, no, you've learned the game, not where yeah. you fall through the floor, but the actual game. Like you've mastered every aspect of the mechanics. You know the algorithm that's used to randomize those mechanics too. Like you're playing the game as it plays you, play it, play it you. Well, I mean, a lot of the other speedruns have stuff to do with that, like RNG manipulation and whatnot. Yeah. Like, whenever they use that word, it means they're trying to, like, they know the game spawns random, and then they're trying to get it to, you know, set the clock to midnight so that it runs this particular algorithm and yeah. stuff like that. No, yeah. Um, they are, and a lot of it comes down, a lot of the guys who are good at it now are programmers, I think. And just, like, going to, like, okay, where does this one thing, how can it be fucked with? Where is the run routine? There is the run routine. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of the moment of the, like, um, what was it, that Sony disc thing a couple years ago that, like, Sony came up with some insane uh, copyrights thing, and they put out a uh, contest for whoever could break it, and it turns out if you just write around the edge of the disc with a black Sharpie. Oh, um, so I, I, I may have crossed a bridge today, finally. Mm-hmm. I... I'm not sure why, but I swore to myself Destiny would remain purely in digital format. Like, I could buy collector's editions and shit like that and shirts, but that's all I could buy for Destiny. Like, no action figures, no toys, no, like, bitchin' wall murals or anything like that. And, mm -hmm. well, I, um, I, I broke that pack today. Really? What'd you get? I, I blame my girlfriend for this, too. Uh... I'm at work, and she sends me a link to... Did you get a waifu pillow? No, that would be so much more <laughs> less shameful. <laughs> so Jen sent me a fucking link to Destiny Megablocks. Like, as in, like, Lego's competitor? Yes. Okay. What you might not know about Megablocks is they have, like... Halo and Call of Duty, they have a shit ton of video game themed mega blocks. And I've never understood where they stand on copyright law. Um, how they exist or how they get away with this stuff? Little bit of all of the above, and do they care? Do they do they even pretend to care? Well, so the design for mega blocks is just different enough from Legos. To not be the same thing. And back yep. when Legos were invented, the idea of copywriting an idea like Lego wasn't possible. So Lego is also pretty fucking old. Yes, the the stuff that protect. You remember Mega Blocks came out when we and you were kids. Like it wasn't around, wasn't around. Suddenly, kabam! It was a thing all of a sudden. Yeah. And it was because the stuff that prevented someone from making knockoff Legos ran the fuck out. It's also. Um, when Mega Block first came out, as best I can remember, it was like they were huge. They were like in my little kid head, it was like Legos are for like six year olds like me, 
And Mega Bloks are for my younger brother, so he won't swallow them. I think you're thinking of Duplo, and that's something different. Right. Also Duplo and Mega Lego. Blocks, I think, did both. But no, yeah, Duplo's, Duplo's out there, Lego. too. I think Mega Blocks also made the big stuff, but I don't know. All I know yeah. is Mega Blocks are not uh, engineered with the same precision as mm-hmm. Legos. So Legos are compatible with Mega Blocks, but not the other way around. Mm-hmm. Also, apparently, Lego was founded in 1949. Yes. So that's some slightly post war shit. Yep. It is. But yeah, no, as a result, though, they have a bunch of, like, licensed Mega Block sets, and the Destiny ones are pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Destiny ones are pretty fucking cool, and I'm looking at it going, am I about to buy this? Two <laughs> seconds later, so I just bought three Mega Block Destiny sets. Gonna go hang- three sets? Well, I needed one to get a Titan because Titans even in Mega Block Land are woefully underrepresented in the availability of them. And then I wanted the Devil Walker because it's bitchin' and one of the coolest things in Destiny that you could make into a Lego-like device. And I wanted the Black Sparrow, which is a motorbike thing, for my Titan to ride as he's, like, tricking off the Devil Walker. So, yeah, I had to buy three things. <laughs> Uh, what was your words when you were describing the uh, your giant sriracha bottle? It would be fiscally irresponsible of me. It'd be fiscally irresponsible not to. Yes. Yep. You can't buy one thing and not get the rest of the things to make it what you actually want. I grew up playing with Legos. It's not so much about the exact set you're getting. It's what you can make better out of three sets. I think it was when I was in Cambodia, they had the fucking coolest, like, scrap boats, where it was a boat that's engine was a car motor. Someone would pull the motor out of the car, take the drive shaft, and just put a propeller at the end, and the guy's, like, manually controlling the uh, throttle for it, and I'm like, this is the greatest Mad Max you He's just adjusting the throttle body on the carburetor. By hand. God. That's hilarious. No, it was just super, that'll work. <laughs> it did. It was super fucking badass. I'm like, I want one of these goddamn boats. Like, the, I screw all those fancy ass boats you can get. I want some like looks like it was on fire at least twice in the last week. Boat with like sheet metal siding just nailed to it, kind of thing. Like, no clue how it's fucking floating with a car engine with a propeller on the end of the drive shaft for a motor for a boat like that is the boat my family deserves actually i will be checking that out after this specifically because i added a new dark corner of the internet i stare at now recently so i can add this to my list of things to stare at from my lighthouse and observe the depths (laughs) we don't go over there why that's where evil things live like vape videos, like vape videos, and 40 videos, and YouTube reviews of hentai, and more mm. now. I have gazed deep into the abyss and observed new things, new horrible shapes, new grotesque abominations, all that will someday consume mankind, but for now they wait in the depths below, and I watch from up here on a cliff. You need to write some, like, that needs to be turned into just some slam poetry or some shit that just, like, be like, oh, so deep and metafo- meta- ah, philosophical, where you go into, like, a dark time in your life? No, it's just describing a corner of the internet. 
I keep <laughs> threatening to start ripping off Metal Spoken Word because they stopped. The guys that did it stopped doing it, and I'm like, no, this needs to continue, and maybe mm-hmm. do that for SWS. <laughs> maybe. Technically, you can message the guys and be like, hey, can I pick up the torch where yeah. you appear to have left off? No, I want to start adding more metal to the channel, I guess, slowly, and my idea was metal spoken word would be funny. I don't know if you want to add more metal. I know a guy who writes it. Yeah, but he's slow. He is slow, but you also haven't asked me for anything. Fair. <laughs> I'm asking you for shit now. Uh, I need a little more direction than that. Oh, no, that's not how it works. I just spent, like, the last hour playing uh, Cockatrice, which is the free Magic the Gathering online game with my friend. And I'm like, okay, so I may or may not start drinking vodka heavily in this next hour. (laughs) (laughs) There's a podcast that's depending on me to be shattered. Not shattered, necessarily. (laughs) But like, man, why don't I day drink more often? She's like, day drinking is superior drinking. (laughs) Because day drinking is day drinking. And you have to... the reality is you have to be in the right situation to day drink. It's like it, it, the, the only defense New York has going for it is it's a very day drinkable city. They have hmm. good public transit. Like you come out to hear people, I'm like this is gosh, I'm really strange. The gay community out here is an uprage about how inferior our brunch is, I guess, to um, New York <laughs> brunch. And it's like, and you have me sitting there going, it's because you have to drive the fuck home after that. We can't safely give you bottomless mimosas and not be like yep a lot of drunk queens on the highway today <laughs> damn you 10 a.m <laughs> i mean i live in new hampshire like if you want to go somewhere and drink you better be prepared to like have a dd or walk 10 miles yeah i mean i'm fortunate that i happen to live in a city sort of so if i wanted to drink really heavily i could probably rock like like an eighth, maybe a sixth of a mile to the nearest, like, it's like a 99 or something like that. Yeah, but but you get my point where it's not so yeah. much. The more I learn of, like, other cultures and some of the things that they do when it comes to drinking, such as, like, there's certain countries where you can call a liquor store and they deliver. Where it's You like, can do that in L.A. I envy thee, then. <laughs> All right, so that, that's the first ever Something Wicked podcast, one point to L.A. Um, L.A., you can order <laughs> booze over the phone. You can also order pot legally over the phone here, but... Which as much as, like, all of that, like, you'll be like, oh, that's too easy and access to those things. Like, no, keep these assholes indoors. If they're going to do that shit, get them the fuck out of a car. Oh, no, it's totally like, too easy access, though. These are great things. I don't know, I think it's great, like... It prevents, like, I understand there are alcoholics out there, and I know that we should, or we need to do as much as we can to prevent alcoholism, and I guess whatever the alcoholic equivalent of weedism would be, should well, it exist? Uh, it definitely exists. I live in L.A. It's, <laughs> as much as the weed community Burnout. will have, No, as much as the weed community will have you believe there's no such thing as a weed addiction, I... It, there is most I, definitely a weed addiction. Like it's. I think it's their comment of "there's no physical addiction" is true. The it's or what's the word for it? Um, it's it's an addiction to like habit and stuff. It's not physically. You're not physically addicted. You're like mentally addicted to it. I think I, that is absolutely a thing. Where it's just like, 
Like, even with alcohol, I could get into a rut in my life and just, like, drink every night, but I shouldn't. No, so I, I, that's the challenge I make, I guess, because I have definitely met some people out here that it goes beyond just a mental. It's like a, I don't like not feeling high, and at that point I'm like, no, that's a physical addiction. Like, yes, your body doesn't go through, like, the shakes or something when you stop smoking up, I guess. You don't but, get withdrawal, but yeah. You're- but you are personally inclined to dislike reality. My my argument's always been reality is not just your perspective of it, but the collective perspective of those around you. And just because you're somehow like altering your brain chemistry to escape certain parts of you does not mean your trip sitter there is not looking at you going, look at this fucking asshole. Like, that's the reality. The reality is, as much as you're, like, feeling the colors of the room, there's also some dude sitting next to you potentially going, wish I'd brought my Game Boy or something. (laughs) You know, the whole thing that you actually presented at the beginning of this, of, like, just because that's your perspective does not mean that's the collective perspective or the perspective of the other individual in the room is actually a very interesting point. I actually really like that. Yeah, it's... Um, and then the other point you made intact on the back of it of your trip sitter thinks you're an asshole is also very funny. As someone who's been a trip sitter a number of times because I find people in those states, I, it's kind of like the Eve community. I find people that are hard <laughs> into drugs far more fascinating than I could ever find the usage or taking of drugs because uh, it's... I, I I enjoy observing the human condition in its variety of ways, and the people that are really into psychedelics and dissociatives are, and I'm not talking like I used them in high school, in college, and high school because I was trying to work through that. I'm talking people that have embraced that lifestyle. Like they look at sitar players and go, "Get a I'm, job, you hippie." I'm committed to being yeah. a burnout. <laughs> yeah. And often, unfortunately, those people also tend to come from or have access to aggressive wealth and means so they can afford and be allowed to go down that path by themselves kind of thing. Like, it's... Yay, like, L.A. Essentially, yeah. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, I've personally witnessed the decline of, I don't have the bankroll to make this kind of insanity work. Yeah. And it's a depressing, sad tale. But it's interesting hearing the flip perspective of that, of like... I've seen it and learning from the person, like, what they saw is infinitely more interesting, like, what the drug press provide. Like, if someone were to ask me, like, you know, what can you tell me about alcohol? And I can, you know, tell them, you know, here's the effects of alcohol. Or I can say, you know, what did you learn from alcohol? It's like, well, I learned that uh, basically my overall, over, uh, overall learning from alcohol is that I'm just the angriest sober person. <laughs> and um, it was kind of a learning experience with alcohol, like, you know, lightening up or coming into understanding my own personality when, you know, you start removing the checks and balances that alcohol tends to just strip out of the human mind. And it was much more interesting of, like, what did you learn than alcohol is, like, just drinking? Like, don't get me wrong. I'm drunk right now. I enjoy drinking. I know. But but what you learned outside of it is infinitely cooler than just the sheer, you know, lightheaded, slow-moving... Your brain is physically moving potassium between membranes slower because uh, I did an entire – I studied for my organic chemistry exam by learning the exact organic chemistry uh, of al- ethyl alcohol because I found it outright fascinating. When you think about it, 
a lot of these things that people do are fascinating how you start with like carbon carbon oxygen hydrogen yeah and you somehow manage to come up with this effect how you get from between these elements and in a, an actual effect on the human body there is so much shit that goes on between there that's so fascinating and the answer with psychedelics is basically hand waving and we don't fucking know when it comes to alcohol it's basically there's a uh, chemical in your spine yeah, yeah that that always starts with the, that always starts stories very well that um so it basically controls yeah it basically controls the motion of osmosis of potassium into cells in your brain and alcohol has the ability to bind with that substance and make it not operate correctly yeah so your body just has less of it so you have less of an ability to move potassium in and out of cells in your brain so cells start moving slower and your brain has a priority list of like the bottom of your brain is like not as useful as the top of your brain so it slowly moves upward which is why you have the stage of the stages of drunk like loss of motor function and then loss of memory like it's because it's slowly working through a priority list in your brain I don't know. I'm a fucking nerd. I find this stuff interesting. No, it's cool stuff. It's um, kind of to piggyback what you were saying, though. It's what I have learned from people that take psychedelics is those people are fucking liars. <laughs> and while what they may be experiencing might be something, what their body is doing while they are under the influence, nine out of ten times does not link up with I had I enjoyed myself. Mm-hmm. There is a shocking amount of crying with some frequency. I had uh, one friend who, he's told me about his acid experience, and he said that he had a very interesting, very, uh, what's the word, like omnipotent experience, like very much outside looking in on himself, and he was able to tell me a lot of positive things about that. And then he describes his salvia experience to me. And that's not nearly as good. Salvia is a fun one to watch people on. It's... Technically I don't, legal. <laughs> I I don't think I I think the only reason that drug is still used is because it's legal. Like it's I don't know of a single positive experience. Like I've heard of some neutral ones, but no one's ever been like, yeah, this was totally a good idea. Yeah. For or I guess if this gets used in the preamble for those listening, salvia basically is just like a smash of the chemical in your body that causes dreams to my understanding so basically it's like a waking dream but the thing is with dreams is dreams are a 50 50 they can be fucking nightmares they can be fucking good and if you wind up down the nightmare path which i've only heard stories of the nightmare path i'm not going to say that there aren't the dream path but i've only heard the nightmare path and they're fucking awful <laughs> so i've i've actually heard this described i've the concept was described to me once where it's because it's a waking dream, it's kind of like a balance beam where it's, in theory, you start off neutral and you can do things to push it positive. The issue is most people carry around so much subconscious baggage and triggers and stuff like that. There are a number of things that can cause the scale to tip super negative all of a sudden. And because you're not in a dream state, meaning your brain just can't like discard information or go through it, you're actually still technically awake and active, mm -hmm. your brain has a much harder time jettisoning kind of the darkness, for lack of a better phrase. Like, Yep, that makes sense. Think about the number of times you're just kind of like sitting in your room or trying to fall asleep and your brain remembers like that one terrible time th something happened to you or... Remembers that, your fucking ex or something like just 
any infinitesimally negative thing. Yeah, it's something that's like, I wasn't even thinking about this. Why the fuck would I think about that all of a sudden? Your brain's just like, haha, you remember it still. Imagine your brain trying to not do that when a bunch of its active kind of processors are turned off because it's got the chemical of dream in there going, like, hey, let's just sort through this shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I I can definitely understand from like a chemist or as, as a chemist. Um, I guess I get to say that about myself. That's fucking you weird. Do. Um, from a chemical standpoint and like organic chemistry standpoint, I can understand how all of this would come together and create a negative experience for a user. It's all uh, math at that point. So, League of Legends. Good start, oh. right? You like that? Um, no, I you do don't. like that League of Legends. <laughs> I, I I love that League of Legends. It's not part of an ever growing industry. I kind of hate. Exactly. So it's definitely not a genre. I think is poisoning <laughs> the video game industry. It's not one of the two cancers facing esports. <laughs> oh, I love me some cancer. All right. Um, so as of today, right now, now. As much as I listen to podcasts that are like 10 years from now or like yeah. anytime I go back in the past and I'm talking about like, you know, teams that don't exist anymore or shit, like current events in esports do not survive in podcasts. No, they're, they're not at all. So, but talking about a current event in esports. So the European LCS just had to call a draw on a playoff match for technical difficulties or some shit. The, what does that the full, mean? I don't know, but the full answer is they just canceled a playoffs game and have postponed it to further notice. And I feel like this is the type of thing you would get a field day with of, like, they done goofed and they finally, like, took all this production value and finally fucked something up. Maybe I, it's... I want to know what that means, like... Or I was, I, can I elaborate first? Sure. Yeah, so I wanna, Reddit I, has officially made an EU uh, <laughs> riot trash talk thread where everyone is getting together to trash talk riot about why the fuck did this happen, and just the fact the community has gotten together, together put aside their differences and said let's trash talk riot for a second. Yeah, no, that's, <laughs> that's, you'd that's enjoy you that. You want that you want that mob mentality. You you want those people with the pitchforks going, we normally don't like each other, but there's something we can all agree on. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 what you want. That, that's the destiny subreddit in some ways. <laughs> we all don't get along, but fuck Bungie. Yeah, fuck Bungie a little bit. <laughs> we love their game, but we don't agree on that even. But yeah, fuck Bungie a little bit. Let's see, as a, as a uh, Destiny player, it's like, okay, I need to get uh, my friends together and explain why Benji, Bungie is a bunch of fucking assholes. Well, as a uh, League of Legends player, I'm going to go get all my pals together and we're going to talk about why Riot's a bunch of fucking douchebags. Yeah, pretty much. That's, that's generally what it comes <laughs> this down to. This is what yes. video game fandom has become. This, this is where and we're at now. Oh, I have explained to people that it's like, no, video fans, video, video game fans are the worst. We're not quite as bad as, like, the vape life people or sports fans, but we're up there. Like, it's the, we're only happy when things are terrible. It's the, uh, the shark, like, we smell blood in the water, and then it, the frenzy begins. 
Yeah, but we're not like a cool shark. We're not like a great white shark or a tiger shark. We're like some lame-ass shark that can't do shit for itself. It's, we're Mako the remor- shark. No, 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 no. What do they call the things that suction cup onto the bottom of sharks? Um, remoras or something like that? I feel like that's there's the Pokemon, sim- but... No, there's, there's also that. There's a Pokemon based off them. Like, it's... um. Remoras are that I think they're these fish that have like a suction cup on their head yes. that attach to the bottom of sharks and they travel around with the sharks and eat the parasites off. You appear them. to be at least relatively correct, so I'll let it pass. Fair. I'll I'll accept it as truth. <laughs> what what is more correct? Uh, I have no idea. Let's see here. Fair then. enough. According to Google, the fish that sucks on sharks is a remora. You are entirely correct. So that is fully fact. Yeah. Confirmed by the internet. But yeah, so like all the big video game developers are sharks and they're cool and they're worth talking about. And like it's like, yeah, sharks, sharks are awesome. And we are the remora. We're the remora. Just suction cupped head on the bottom of these great, <laughs> magnificent beasts, being like, man, wouldn't it be cool if you went that direction? And the sharks like, no, I'm a goddamn shark. I gotta keep Our going. Our League of Legends is your Christmas wish list. <laughs> yes. Tell Riot what they should implement. Tell fucking Bungie here. You should implement these things because I feel passionately about them. It is your Christmas wish list. That's exactly how Reddit works. Yeah, and and we're not going anywhere because our ecosystem is now based upon being suction cupped <laughs> to the bottom of the shark and eating the parasites and scraps from the shark's kills and on the shark's body. Yep. But we really love it if the shark would go that way every once in a while. We're like, we could leave you and the shark goes, whatever, I'll find some new fish to hang out with. And you go, no, no, we've had such you good You write times. letters to the shark like, dear shark, I only really like carp. If you could only kill carp, I'd really appreciate them. And the shark's like, hey, I really do much better when I'm killing cod than carp, so I'm going to kill cod. So you as the parents are like, what the fuck? I said I want carp. Get the fuck off the cod. And the shark's like, exactly. but carp's, but cod's good for me. And you're like, well, fuck you and the horse you rode in on. Get me some goddamn carp. Yeah, it's 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 kind of like that one person that tags along on a family vacation and spends the entire time bitching about where they are. It's like, <laughs> oh, we went to the Grand Canyon. We should have gone to Disneyland instead. This geographic wonder is insufficient. Yes, no, exactly. It's like, <laughs> yeah, I guess it's cool. Whatever. Mind-breakingly awesome natural divide in the continental shelf. <laughs> There's no funnel cake. <laughs> it's amazing what fucking, you know... The wonders of water and how it splits, you know, rock. I mean, you know, that's a fair fight. Water versus rock. But, you know. Ooh, erosion. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah, that is what the video game community is. We are people bitching about how not cool the Grand Canyon is. Water, or the video game community apparently can be summed up as, it's not the water that splits the rock. It's not the rock that defies the water. It's the kid that bitches about it not happening in front of them. Yes. I want to see it happen. It it takes millions of years, Johnny. I want to see it happen! (laughs) 